Hey everybody, what's up? Hope you're doing great. Merry Christmas to you. Happy New Year. If you are new with us, my name is Aaron Olinsky. I'm the lead pastor at Grace Church, and I just want to thank you so much for tuning in online and watching uh, this service because, you know, this is amazing that we get to do this and, and watch through video. Uh, I know it's, it's one of the wonderful things that we've been doing over these uh, last several months with the issues that we've been working through. Uh, but I'll tell you, I gotta be honest, video's great, but in person, there's nothing like it. There's nothing like seeing each other face to face. I feel like God has designed us to be in relationship with each other. One of our core values at Grace Church is that we're better together. And so I just, I hope at some point in time you're able to worship with us uh, in person. That, that would be amazing. Uh, but as we continue to, to look to the future and and to January in this upcoming semester, you know, because we feel like being better together is part of our core values, we do that through connection groups. So we would love for you to sign up for one of our connection groups, or if you are interested in leading a connection group, now's the time for you to sign up. If you could go to gracechurch.life, let us know uh, that you want to be leading a connection group for this upcoming spring. That would be amazing. We would love to have several different opportunities for people to connect uh, in this upcoming year. You know, it, it, when you talk about 2021, for, for months and months and months, so many people have been saying, I can't wait for 2021. I can't wait for next year. You know, and, and one of the big reasons has been COVID. Uh, no doubt these last nine or 10 months that have been uh, very tumultuous for us dealing with the pandemic. And some of it was the political scene and the chaos that's been going on there. Uh, some of, so many of us are still healing from several of the racial issues that happened, you know, several, six months ago and, and really brought, brought things to, to the forefront, brought a paramount. And, and there's been tons of healing, tons of, of reconciliation taking place. But I'll tell you, you know, there still has to be continued conversation. We have to continue to find the, the stability and the unity amongst each other as Americans and our connection as Christians. And, and so when you look at this year, really overall a big picture it's been hard uh, it's been messy and, and you know for us we, we see us as a church family and so sometimes family gets a little bit messy doesn't it but we work through it we find a way to work through it and so even though it's messy I feel like God can do something significant and in fact that's the first point I want to share with you in this message is that the Lord is at work in the mess and there's a great verse in Isaiah Chapter 61, verse 3, it says, To all who mourn in Israel, he will give a crown of beauty for ashes, a joyous blessing instead of mourning, festive praise instead of despair. In their righteousness, they will be like great oaks that the Lord has planted for his own glory. So when we look at this past year, you know, we see all the disarray and the chaos and the craziness, but... Do you know what God sees? He sees an opportunity for a miracle. And that's what's so amazing. And so today, I wanna talk about what's in store for 2021. You know, when we look at this upcoming year, what's, what does God have in store for you? But man, before I do that, I really feel like it's so important for us to look at the past. You know, before we can look at the future, we have to reflect on our past and what's going on. And I know, I know what you're thinking. I just want 2020 to be done. Like I want this past year to be over and, and in the books and turn the page and move to a new chapter. And, you know, but so many people have been saying, I want 2020 to be done like there's going to be something magical that takes place at the stroke of midnight 
you know, on December 31st, and we celebrate New Year's Eve and welcome in the new year, we think some type of magical thing is going to take place to move us from last year to this year. And it, it will numerically, it will on the calendar, but this is very important for us that we reflect on this past year because we have to do that to look forward to what God has in store. Because so many times in our lives, what we do is we breeze right by a difficult situation and we don't reflect on it. You know, we would rather not because it was hard, it was difficult, it was a struggle. But when we take a minute to process what we've gone through, I think it makes us more healthy and more capable to go through what, what the future has for us. Because really, if we're honest, we don't know what next year has. We really don't. And the, the reason you know we don't understand that is because we have to trust God that He's going to do something amazing. So we've got to reflect on the struggles of the past. And so I want to share with you a story that's very near and dear to my heart that I reflect on often when I think about really tough times, really tough days, difficult seasons of life, even, you know, year, a year of, of distress. So I want to share with you uh, some distress that a, a person was going through that I met one time. And, and I actually consider this one of my toughest days of being a pastor. And I, I've been a, a pastor for over 20 years, and this is one of my very toughest days in ministry. And I want to share with you the story of a young man. Uh, he, he was in distress. Uh, he had gone through several different uh, syndromes and struggles and, and chaos and stress in his life and, and everything was kind of coming to a head. It was coming to a point and he reached the edge of the cliff and he just said, this is it. That's it. I can't take anymore. And he was driving down the street that our church office was on uh, and, and he, saw, he saw the sign for the church office and and, and, and the reason I know this is because he, he ended up coming in. He said to himself, I'm going to give God one last chance. If God, if you're real, if you truly are there, you know what I'm going through. I'm going to give you one last shot. And he walked into the church office. And I was there that morning when he came in. And the thing that is so interesting about the story and even just heart, so heartfelt is he had already made several preparations to end his life. He had walked through the process. He had written a letter. He had done a number of different things in saying, this is it. I can't take any more. And so I could tell when he came in, he just, he was carrying so much weight, so much just turmoil was going on in his brain, his emotions, and just in his life. And so I sat and talked with him, listened to him, and I heard his story. And, and, and I began to talk with him and share and, and just share the, the things about the Lord and the, some of the things that the Lord has done in my life and, and what the Lord might do for him. And, and we spent, you know, a couple hours together and it was great. It was beautiful and amazing. I prayed with him and you could just see the weight being lifted. Literally, it was, it was something miraculous that took place just in that conversation. And I'm so thankful that, that the Lord put me in that spot. You know, where this young man with so much turmoil is crying out for help and that God could use me in a situation like that. It was so amazing. I mean, you could see God moving in that moment. But it was pretty intense. It was very intense. And so one of the things I want to share, though, before I move on in this message, if you're listening to this and, 
and you would say that you're struggling. Uh, maybe you say, this is it. Maybe you feel like you're at the end of the end of the rope, at the end of the cliff, and, and there's nothing else. And I'll tell you what, there is a God that loves you, and He wants to help you and restore you. And, and He wants to welcome you back in and help you walk through some of the struggles. And, and for us as a church, we'll help you do that. And, and I just, I, I share this story because it's a victory. You know, this young man, he thought this was it, but God intervened in his life. And so he just, he thought that was it. And, and he wanted to end it all. And, and so I helped him and encouraged him. And, you know, the thing that was interesting, after he ended up leaving a couple hours later, my boss at the time, uh, he, he said, you know what? Why don't you go ahead and go home for the rest of the day? And, and I'm, like, it was 10 o'clock in the morning. You know, because I, I like to get to the office early, and this young man came, and we talked, and, and I'm going, well, you know, it, it was a big deal, but, you know, I, I think I'm okay. You know, I just, I just want to work, and, you know, I thought I was fine, but I'm so glad that I took his advice and actually went home, because I wasn't fine. That was so hard on me, and so emotionally, and, and mentally, and spiritually draining I just, I didn't realize how much it tapped me and tapped my soul and how much, how much just, of, of just struggle it was with me processing through and thinking and thinking of the magnitude of this young man considering to take his life. And, and so I'm so glad that I did. I went home at 10 a.m. that morning from the office and I'm so glad. And, and it, that reminds me of a story in scriptures about the prophet Elijah in the Old Testament. The story's actually in the book of 1 Kings. If you want to look this up, it's in chapter 18. What happens is God uses Elijah in an amazing, miraculous way to confront the false prophets of the time. And so what happens is that they prepare this sacrifice and so they're worshiping their pagan God and nothing happens. And then Elijah's time comes and he prepares the sacrifice for the Lord and the Lord shows up. Literally, a flash of fire comes down from heaven and burns up the sacrifice and burns up the wood of the altar and burns up the water around it. Just an incredible, miraculous story of what takes place. And so Elijah wins an incredible spiritual battle. And then, shortly thereafter, he receives a threat on his life because of how God had used him. And he got scared. He was tapped out emotionally and spiritually and mentally he just he was wiped out he had gone through this amazing time amazing season and so he fled because somebody threatened to take his life he flee he flees to the wilderness and i love this story because he goes to mount sinai which if you remember in scripture mount sinai is very significant because that's where god gave moses the 10 commandments the tablets of the Ten Commandments for the people of Israel and, and that we follow. And, and the, the reason why this is so significant is because Mount Sinai is also known as the mountain of God. And when you're going through a difficult time, where do you go? You go to the Lord. You cry out to Him. You find a place where you can meet Him there. And so there, as, as the story unfolds in, in that chapter, God speaks to Elijah in that place. And so when we relate my story and, and the story of Elijah and 1 Kings 18 to our lives, I think it totally relates to 2020. You know, 2020 has been a difficult season. And so let me ask you, what's been the hardest for you? What's been the most difficult? Maybe you've been struggling with fear. 
over these last several weeks and months, or maybe you just you are struggling with depression, just the sadness and the loneliness, and you can feel the weight and despair. Maybe it's it's school. Maybe you're having to do e-learning or, or you're a parent that's doing school at home and, and the struggles that come with that. Maybe it's toilet paper. I don't know. Like, we, you know, not, not having any toilet paper for a season. Like, that's hard. It's difficult. You know, and, and the, there's so many things. The list goes on and on. You have uncertainty in our finances. You have certain jobs that, that just certain industries got, that got hit so hard. Or maybe you own a business and, and it, it's been a struggle this year. And the, when I reflect and... And I look back, you know, maybe you do as well, like we have to give ourselves a little bit of grace because we were trying to make decisions for a direction on, on a way, on a situation that we had never been through before. I mean, how do you make a decision on something that you don't even know what's going to happen? So we all absolutely did the best that we could, but many of us walked through a painful season and some of us, we felt very alone during that time. And I want to share a verse with you. It, it may be common to you. It's a, a very familiar verse to, to many of us. It's Romans chapter 8, verse 28. And this maybe is a verse that you put to memory. And you memorize this. And you can say this when you're going through a difficult time. It says, and, it, and we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. God causes everything to work together for the good, for his good, for his glory in our lives. And I just, I believe that that's so significant. So no matter what the toughest thing was for you in 2020, what have you learned? I, I, for me, if we're going to reflect on the past, I think that God teaches us things in every moment of our life, if we're willing to see it and listen to his Holy Spirit. So what did you learn? You know, I know all of us, we learned how to video chat, didn't we? We learned how to, we learned how to do Zoom calls and FaceTime and, and, and video meetings. And, and we, we, we've done millions of hours of those over these last several months. Uh, one of the things I hope that we've learned is to navigate conflict. I mean, look, look at all the conflict that we've walked through. I think in, that we've learned to, to do that and look at each other as human beings and say how important we are how important you are, that we need each other. We need to be in relationship with one another. And I think one of the significant things that I've noticed, not only is that to navigate conflict, but to create a safe place to have real and true conversations, to find reconciliation, to, find, to offer forgiveness and ask for it, and to give it as a result of those types of safe places that we can talk about. One of the things I learned was that I can disagree with people and still be friends with them. That, that, that to me is tweet worthy. You can steal that, you can tweet that. I can be friends with you and we can disagree on certain things, but we can still have a relationship. And the thing about it is, I wanna share with you as your pastor, all, all, all those things, on top of it all, God is still in control. I hope that you know that. I hope that you feel that. I hope that you believe that despite our circumstances, God can be trusted. He is leading. He is guiding. And he is absolutely in control. And that's the second point I want to share with you is that the Lord requires us to trust. He requires us to trust him. And so let me ask you another question. Are you spiritually stronger right now 
than you were at this time last year. Because if we're going to talk about the future and reflect on the past a little bit, when you look at your spiritual life, are you a little bit stronger? Did, did you trust the Lord in this last difficult year? And, and, and so if, if you would honestly say, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not in a great place. Do you know what needs to happen? You need to go to meet God. That's what Elijah did. He goes to the mountain of God. So I want to encourage you, if you're struggling spiritually or you feel despair in your life, go to a place where you meet God. Maybe that's just in your bedroom. Maybe that's a quiet place. Maybe that's a nice walk on the beach or, or a, a, an area near your home. But open up scripture. Open up God's word. Let him speak to you. Find a great friend to talk through some of the situations that you've been through. So we need that. Like We've got to trust that God can restore us. And so we've got to get to the place where we're fully dependent upon Jesus and who he is. In Isaiah 40, 31, there's a wonderful verse that he writes. It says, but those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. And some of you need that. That's a verse for you for today. You feel weary. You feel like you're going to faint. You feel like you're going to give up. You feel, feel like you're fall down. You, we have got to trust in the Lord. We've got to look to Him to be our strength. Because we can go through a difficult and tough season. And we're spiritually depleted when that happens. We feel like we can't take anymore. We feel like we're wiped out. And in that place, our trust has got to grow. And so I want to encourage you with that. Like, be reading the Bible. Be dialing into what the Lord has. And for us as a church, like, I want to share, you know, when we look at 2021 and what the future has, we are so excited. You know, th this past year was a struggle, but we feel like a lot of ministry has taken place. We were able to help a lot of people through the whole, through the whole year. But as we look forward, we have incredible vision, big vision for this next year, where one of the things to be quite honest, is we hope that we can continue to grow in our in-person meetings. We want people to come back to church. God makes us a family. He makes us a body of Christ to be joined together in relationships. So we, we're hoping that our in-person attendance can, can go back. We're also hoping that we can be more effective online. Uh, we hope that these online worship services are powerful, that you can feel the Holy Spirit wherever it is that you are that you're watching. Like I shared earlier, we want growth in our connection groups and people getting connected. We want, to, we want to have just a strong impact on our community more than ever before in this upcoming year because people are crying out for help and we have the answer and we can give them Jesus in our community. And then obviously one of the things we've been talking about for the last several years is us getting our new building. You know, we'll, we'll get to move into our new building you know, this year, we're very excited about it. that's amazing. And so the, the reason I bring all these things up about our big vision as a church is because we need you spiritually full. We, we don't need you depleted and down and out. So I need you to lean in, to trust the Lord, to, to dive in deep for what the Holy Spirit has for you and, and feel refreshed and feel replenished from the Lord because we have a community that we've got to reach we have a high calling, a high standard, uh, an incredible lofty goal that God has for us. And we want to do all that we can to share the love of Christ with every single person in our community. And so even after going through a season that was really tough, after all that we've learned, 
There is an incredible future that we have for us. But the thing that I want to share, do you ever wonder why you go through a difficult season? I think there's a couple of things that take place. One, I feel like God prunes us during those seasons where the pruning process is violent. You, you, you take a branch and you cut it off, but then what happens as a result is, is growth takes place. And so that's from the godly side. That's our heavenly father, our dad, who wants to, to challenge us and encourage us and help us to grow. But there's an enemy that comes against us during those seasons as well. And it's the devil. And what, what he does is he, he works through situations where he wants us to feel beat down. He wants us to feel like we're in a struggle. Why? Because he knows what's coming next. Because in a pruning season, there's a trimming, there's a cutting off, and it's, it, it can be challenging and tough, but more growth happens afterwards. What the devil wants is in that pruning season, he wants us to feel cut off and then disconnected. Disconnected from the Lord. Angry. Mad at other people and God for the situation that we've gone through because he sees what can happen as a result. And it's growth. It's God growing us. It's more power of the Holy Spirit. And so if you felt attacked by the enemy over this last year, I want to tell you, congratulations. That's a good thing. He sees you as a threat. He's, he, he's concerned. He's afraid of you because he knows what's coming. He knows what God wants to do through you in this upcoming year. And so I just want to encourage you as your pastor, we absolutely take authority over the enemy in Jesus' name. You know, Jesus is the one who came, born, lived a perfect life, died on the cross and rose again. It's something we celebrate and that's amazing. And so if we can rely on Jesus more now than ever before, it doesn't matter what 2021 brings. Anything that comes, ups and downs, we're going to be able to work through it. And God's going to do something miraculous in it. And so I want to encourage you with that because, you know, I started this whole message with, hey, what's in store for 2021? And if we're truly honest, we don't really know. We're not really sure. But when our faith and our trust and our reliance on Jesus grows, it doesn't matter what comes regardless of the struggle, regardless of the pestilence, the difficulty, the circumstance, we're going to be victorious because Christ gives us victory because of who he is. And that's amazing. So what I want to do is I want to pray for you right now. I want to pray for those of you that are struggling and I want to pray for our future. So if you would agree with me in prayer right now, Lord God, we come before you. And Father, you know all the things that we've been through. Lord, and it's been a struggle and it's been difficult. But God, I thank you so much that you are the one that sustains us in those seasons as long as we're reliant upon you. And so, Father, I pray that you would continue to bring healing in our nation, healing among races, reconciliation like never before. Lord, that you would continue to pour out your spirit on us as people, as a church, in our community, that we'd be able to, to continue to reach out and show your love in amazing ways that that would continue to just grow and expand. And Lord, I, I speak all those things like prophetically for this upcoming year, 2021, Lord, that you would lead us, that you would guide us, that you would give us wisdom and discernment on decisions we're to make. Lord, we're going to have things that come in front of us. God, would you show us your will for the future, where we're to go, where we're to be involved, who we're to develop partnerships with, who we're to be in relationship with, God, would you reveal so clearly to us, Lord, we open ourselves, we, we declare that we trust you, we need you. Would you expand our faith? 
where our faith is depleted, would you help us to grow and trust you even more? But Lord, I pray for an incredible just harvest of, of souls, of, of salvation among our friends and family, those, our neighbors, those in our community. Lord, I pray for healing. I pray for physical healing and mental healing of those that we know, the strangers that we get opportunity to pray for, that they would experience wholeness in their life and ministry from you like, like never before. Lord, I pray for an outpouring of your Holy Spirit, that it would be amazing. We love you so much, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thanks so much for tuning in. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, and I hope to see you soon.